0: So now the uh, word that come immediately to Abraham uh, that it would be his own son come from his own bowels not uh, so somebody just in the family it would be his own generated son who would be there uh, and that uh, uh, from this son would come such a vast family so you would have two forms. Part of it would be an earth family, like the sand and seashore. The sea other would a heavenly family, like the stars of heaven. So you have a vast earth family, uh, out of which would come the heavenly family, which expand out. So the uh, family on earth, which is like sand and seashore, still there, still making a challenge in the world, the earth Israel, out would come the heavenly Israel, the stars, like the stars in multitude, which is ourselves, the true Israel. Now here comes the uh, the statement uh, which has been a key to the gospel of grace in the New Testament. Uh, one of the great key statements of the Bible, <coughs> Genesis fifteen six. He believed in the Lord, not believed the Lord, believed in the Lord. <coughs> Believing may be a mental concept. Believing in is I'm, I'm related to that. That's what I'm taking. So, believe in is a, an act of the inner, inner spirit, inner heart, inner consciousness. Believe may be just an act of, maybe a preliminary act of the mind. For the reason. He believed in the Lord and he, and he turned it to him for righteousness. And this is what Paul took up. Uh, in Romans 4 and so on, as, the, as the, um, what saving faith is. Uh, which is all um, if I use that expression is ever required of us humans Uh, uh, our free ability uh, to relate ourselves to something presented to us Uh, as available as a fact to us and we hope reliable uh, and uh, faith is is our inner uh, relationship to that thing it's a a movement of the person an inner person now, uh, uh, in its human symbols uh, it is seen in outer form and with us it comes out in outer form later on but we interpret faith on a human symbol that I don't appear to sit in the chair with my inner self, I do I appear to sit in the chair with my outer body what I really do is because I've moved inwardly and say, I'll take that chair. And my body just just uh, uh, um, outwardly confirms my inner choice. If I hadn't first said, I'll sit, my body wouldn't sit. So my outer is merely uh, fulfilling the, the inner action, I'm an inner person, the inner action of my inner self which says, I'll sit in that chair. Now that's faith. Uh, and faith uh, becomes rightness because the chair you the chair you take confirms it to you yes, you took a good chair you're right I'm holding you up it's a reliable chair that's your righteousness that's the rightness the rightness your faith is. you said I sit in that chair you move really in sitting in the other in in the form you give it to the body and the chair comes back and yes, that's quite right you made a good choice you're sitting in the chair which holds you that's the righteousness that's the righteousness that's the rightness now this is the eternal righteousness now this is the the real uh, uh, um, meaning of being that, um, uh, as in my uh, inner being, um, uh, having uh, discovered I'm a wrong person uh, through a hearing of the word of God, the outer hearing, having uh, learned about uh, God's um, purpose always uh, to wipe out. The wrong spirit which caught me, and the wrong sin which a product of that spirit caught me it, wiping it out by his own son coming, and uh, taking my place uh, and taking all, the, all that should come to me in this wrong relationship, the ultimate uh, destiny of hell, which is the self centeredness going by himself, because he was the son of God over whom the spirit of error had no control, being God's son, he rose again and therefore left behind the whole system, and the spirit of error and the sins and the products and the guilt and the whole the whole, the whole system that uh, are geared to the uh, uh, life of self and the motivation of society, destroyed it, and it so that um, uh, if now I, 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 I receive him and on the terms of what he explains he is that he's the real Adam, the head of the real race, I've, I've been caught up in the wrong one, The time I learned, learn uh, right through wrong, that I may only can know right because, because I know wrong first. Uh, you've, got, you've got to know the negative before you know the positive. Having learned that, having, having wiped out now the real atom, for whom I was always destined to be a son from the full of the world, he's the real atom, the real head of the real race, he's only just a physical atom, which had value because of the physical race, and where products progress of physical. So, right. it's good there was a reproductive Adam one, we shouldn't be. <laughs> so, the, out, of, out of that, God used the physical Adam, to use the physical race, which is we. But that's not the real race at all. That's the illusory race. That's the, that's the non-life race. So certain is it non-life, which the Bible calls death. That's the, non- that's the illusory, the, that's not the real thing at all. And Jesus Christ wiped that illusion out by being the real person, who's the lover person, not the self-loving person, the lover, the other lover, the God person. And himself taking all this, wiping it out, coming up again now, now then, uh, 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 is it my, as a person, as a uh, uh, person uh, is always a law of so he's free in his choices. I make my choice. Now, my choice, uh, I, uh, having heard this word of God, it has to go further than that, it has to become something to meet his will to me, that he is a uh, uh, saviour for me and I, I, I move in and I believe in him by that, mean, that means I, in my heart I, I, I accept him as what he is and by the law of faith what you accept you are united to uh, it takes you over what you move into move back, it takes you over and you become it, it, it's united to you um, and then we begin the rightness the rightness is yes you are in the right relationship you are now an expression of spirit of love I job myself to you, that old self, uh, the control under the spirit of self God, Your your God, your, your, your true self, your self I made, in my image, that's mine now. And I'm in you now with a new spirit. And you're, this is the righteousness. I can't stand it for rightness. The rightness is your right person now. All the past died out. Uh, and uh, uh, technically using terms, in his death, died in him, I'm dead to sin, I'm dead to the law, I'm, there's no word to say to me, I don't belong to him, I'm out of his dominion, out of his control, I'm nothing to do it, I'm dead, cut off that whole dimension of so and sin and wrath and all that stuff. And In the resurrection I'm now this new person, I'm in a new dimension, a new spirit, and I've begun to be a person of love, that's rightness. I'm now expression of the rightness of the universe, the rightness of the universe is a God who is love, that's the righteousness, the right ways of God. So you believe in the Lord, um, and that's that's, that's reckoned, God reckons that to you, that therefore you're that, you're this now. He not only reckons it, but confirms it. Now this is the chapter of confirmation. Um, A step of faith must have a confirmation of faith, because... Uh, the whole meaning of faith is knowledge. It means you enter into the experience of what you relate it to. Uh, my, my action in which I relate is only the first step. It's not even human action because it's being motivated by that which motivates me. In this case, the Spirit of God causes me to know I'm lost and causes me to, to see Jesus as available. So it all comes to me, really. It's always the faith of God operating in me. Now, my, my, my action is I, I, I move in. Now faith is not customary until you get back the thing you moved into. Faith is customary when you sit in the chair because the chair holds you, not because you sat in it. The, 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 the faith is you are now in a faith relationship which just worked out. So that chair is prove yourself, a confirmed chair for you, holding you. Now you've got your the product of your faith is sitting in the chair. So all life is, faith is moving in to get to you, which becomes, a, it, it, it becomes produced to you, it becomes a, 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 a substance to you. So third faith. Faith, by that I mean by which I, as an inner person, related to, this, this, to, to Jesus Christ, I, in the realm of the spirits, so he's no longer in the realm of the flesh. Like Abraham. Abraham believed God. Believe God. God doesn't belong down here. God is this one you heard of. Most high God, possession of heaven, that's not what i believe in. Now there's either craziness or wisdom. No, you're rejecting what this world has because you've got the whole lot you can have a little bit because you've got a whole lot mm-hmm. now the, by the principle of faith if that's, if that's a, a reality that, this fact comes to you and confirms it and you have the inner confirmation yes, this is what you're in this is the relationship we are one person together I am operating by you you are dead, dead to the old and alive to the new and so on you're in me That's the confirmation and that's the name of asked for. see so he'd taken his step now and in God's sight that was a fact God it to him for righteousness he believed in the Lord uh, against every, of course, human appearance he got through, he wasn't bothered with those human appearance on that level then on general level, he wasn't bothered, he got through that and he believed in the Lord that he used to be out in the stars of the sky and the sand of seashore and all this thing. the whole world could be blessed, he believed in the Lord now, the Lord tried He said, that's okay. That's that's right, you're on the right path now. You're, you're with me, for me, for the world. You're an expression of God who's love. That's right, you're on the right path. Abraham didn't know that so he got confirmation. So God counts the thing righteous. You've got to experience as righteous. That's why there's a subdivision in Romans um, 10 between believing and confessing. And in Romans 10, it says... Um, about the word of faith, verse nine, verse eight. The word of faith is the word you speak. It's really it's God's word in you, coming out through you. You will say, "All right, God, that's so." You say it is. I say it is. You say you died to me. I believe it. You're, you're the saviour. I accept it. You say, "I to God, I believe it." Whatever you like. You're saying it on the basis of what God's saying in you. The word of faith. Now it says um, uh, that word of faith is if I shall confess in thy mouth the Lord Jesus, verse nine. And shall believe in thine heart the God's rage of the day. Thou shalt be saved. Then the comment. For with the heart man believes on righteousness. But with the mouth, confession bears the salvation. Now a heart is uh, you have inwardly uh, done this. You believe in God. Righteousness means God counts in righteousness. Abraham believed in God. And God said you're righteous. That's what God said. Not what Abraham knows. God said that in God's sight that's fixed that's fixed you're on the right road you may not quite know each Abraham. you're on the right road I'm saying so because you've moved in to believe in me and my faithfulness and uh, and grace and so on you didn't know the person of Jesus we knew him so that means in God's sight you're on the right uh, on the right right relationship with the mouth confession made on salvation oh now I know it Something happened to me. That's salvation. Saves me from my sins. Jesus, his name Jesus, saved me. Not God said I'm saved, I know I'm saved. That's salvation. So righteousness is what God says, I am eternal. It is a fact. It, it doesn't do much for me until I know it. And uh, uh, with the mouth, confession is made of salvation. In this case, um, it, it, it takes us in that case it, it, that's the, the usual simple way I confess that's the usual way in, in our simple ways now when Jesus has died these are simple for us we just confess Jesus you how to confess it that confession is like a symbol to you your word echoes back to you it says okay it's like a symbol it's you say something when you say it you hear it not only other people here, hear it you hear it it has a kind of uh, echo back on you and uh, the echo is that's okay Now Abraham, this is the first great movement, this took place by an outer, an outer sacrifice Abraham was told to make. See, Abraham asked this question, he'd now believed God, and, and, and that in God's sight was it. Now he says in verse 8, and he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know what I've inherited it? Oh! I believed you, I want to know, I, I want to know it's a fact. See, he must come back to Abraham as a consciousness, see? I believe you, I've taken you your word, you've given me this vision, you've it to me, this is going to be so. I've, I've done it before, but this is a kind of crisis confirmation. From the beginning he believed it in a certain state, now this is fixing it. I believed you, you said that, although I haven't got a human air. It's, there's going to be a human air somehow, it's going to come about. It's going to come, as you said, through me. Um, and all that happens is the earth death, be and so on. All right, how do I know that? Could you do something for me which makes me know immediately so I never doubt again? That's the inner, that's the inner confirmation. In this place, place it took uh, it took an outer, an outer um, sacrifice. That can be, therefore there is a place, sometimes by the laying of the hands, some people, maybe some outer forms, that's where maybe things like t- tongues can come in some people, as long as you don't take the, take the tongues for the promise. As long as tongues are an indication to you that God is what He says He is to you, okay. You have any kind of confirmation other I never had those kind of confirmations. It haven't got to happen. Uh, all you've got to be is confirmed. Higher isn't the point. Now in this case it was by a certain uh, sacrifice, I mean, uh, 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 making a sacrifice of uh, pigeons and uh, so on, and um, one of those things he told her to do, um, and uh, uh, slaying a goat and so on, a heifer, um, and a period of great darkness. Uh, sometimes I said uh, he said the horror great darkness fell upon him so, well that may be part of the process which compels you for the light the deeper darkness the deeper light and so there often does come that um, and then he said now he said that uh, no other surety verse 13 that's it now no other surety Abraham uh that this is what's going I'll give you some further details. He gave us third details. It's going to be 400 years in uh, for Egypt and then come back in Switzerland, uh, centering around all this this, this, um, this uh, question of the people. But the point was the people uh, thy seed, it wasn't the land thy seed should be a stranger in the land which isn't theirs serving 400 years, that's in Egypt and now judge that nation. And then they, the seed will come out with great substance and you go to your fathers in peace but they, your seed will come here when the land is ready to take and God has to prepare the land Nicodemus and Amorites watch yet full God has his timetable and he said now this is the land It wasn't a great interest to Abraham but this is to confirm to Abraham this is where the people are going to go up and become a people so he gave him uh, outlines again of the land there now by that means he confirmed without no assurance immediately to Abraham so you see there is a confirmation that you're not you but God operating by you get that? that's a high unity that's not the first confirmation you had your child of God by faith in Jesus Christ it isn't even the confirmation uh, that Christ was in you you are Christ in action this is the confirmation You see, God is going to operate by by Abraham now. He's going to come out by Abraham. He's going to manifest in Abraham and Isaac and so on. And uh, Abraham must be God in manifested manifestation, God in manifested action. Now, this is what He had confirmed Him here: Uh, the confirmation of unity, which does not just mean well, I'm relying on Christ he abides in me and it's alright if I'm Christ in action that's the moving into the fatherhood because the fatherhood comes, comes out through you this is Abraham moving into the fatherhood so I think For myself, that uh, um, many of us uh, may come into some relationship in which it's not either Christ. It was just a a middle relationship. That's wonderful. It's no longer self reliant self. I've got that clear. I accept myself and all that. I know I fit. Uh, It's not either Christ but the third area is, now it's I again Paul says in Galatians 20, 20, I'm crucified with Christ, That's the one out now, um, that's the regeneration uh, now the middle one, the union is, uh, uh, I live, no I don't live, Christ is in me now the third one, the reproductive element is now I live by the faith of the Son of God God's operating by me by faith son God, God's operating his faith purposes by me now I'm out living again I've come back again and it's Christ in my form not just Christ so it isn't I can't he can it's I can that's the third one that's why Abraham was moving in here now we move on to a uh, a very great further stage Uh, um, shall we say in the operations of the Spirit through Abraham and to us Um, when I begin to differentiate between the impact of human reason on me which pours in over all the time uh, and a god who operates beyond nature beyond reason if we like the god God of supernatural this takes a um, um, a, a, a continued action through life. You see it's not now a question of my sins or myself. It's a question of how God can come through by means in, in situations. It's not on those that baby stuff at all. Uh, I'm God's means and manifestation. How God how will God come through in situations? Now all situations start by their impact on my human reason. That's all I can see. I'm borrow that way to see things as they appear. And I'm governed to things of every kind as they appear. And that that restricts me to operate up to the level of appearances. It's quite evident that even the Bible didn't. It's quite evident that Jesus Christ didn't. wasn't told by how a storm appeared because he replaced be by calm. He didn't operate by uh, how, uh, what five lows can do he operated by enough lows of five thousand he didn't operate by death he called it sleep he said they sleep he said, and that never as died only appear. Yeah. it's only illusion he's always been alive, he didn't know it and he sleeps, we get out of that sleep now the sleep is so rough it can corrupt your body but so low sleep said he began to stink it was only a product of unbelief, that's all. He was never there if he'd known it. Now here's another quantity of life which we call supernatural. It's only really operating, of course, by eternal laws. It's quite obvious gravity can't be an eternal law when God Jesus transcends it. When Jesus walks on water, he contracts gravity. Because gravity makes you sink. So obviously there's another, there's another whole... Uh, the notion of, 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 of law, of, of the true laws. Now, see, we're governed by appearances. Uh, and the new venture is to begin to learn how, as things confront us, we can transcend appearances and replace them by spirit action. Now, this is Reproductive faith. This isn't unified faith or justified faith, it's reproductive faith, it's fatherhood faith. This is the third one. Um, Into which Abraham was kind of settled by this this, this, uh, this, uh, assurance. We have to operate it now. We may say that all life uh, falls into two categories uh, in ordinary living. There's what you might call n- normal living and special confrontation, com- confrontations. By normal living, what you do is spontaneous, spontaneous living. You don't ask God and she you cook, you just cook. You don't ask God and she walk in this room or walk out, you just walk out. That's what you call spontaneous living, You're, you take it for granted, you your a Christian, God, you do the next thing. It isn't bothering you. Well, if he doesn't bother you, it's okay, do it. My friend, Reese Howes, I told you before, always said, I live two lives. I live a natural life and one Holy Ghost comes upon me. Now, natural life didn't mean he was a man of the flesh. It meant he just enjoyed spontaneously being what he was, which is Christ in him, enjoying his gardens, enjoying his place enjoying this place God had given me full of fun full of hospitality full of love Next, actual there's not great guidance it's just do the next thing that's that's spontaneous living of which there should be lots And our lives this is a free life you just be yourself and forget anything else do what you like and the next spontaneous living comes confronted living oh what should I do with that now you're the, the third person you're no longer spontaneously cooking or something something's turned up maybe small things maybe big things what should I do with that the snag of the reason, maybe small things. always catch me out, is maybe the big things. Now something's happened which you don't see spontaneously. Something's happened which bothers you. Confronts you. Now that's where I've got to learn a whole new category of living which I hardly begun to learn. Which is, when I make quick enough, course, in big things they take a little longer, to say now, uh, if I'm in that situation, which confronts me with a need, maybe a financial need, uh, maybe a problem among people, maybe anything you like to put in, physical anything, any, anything which confronts you with something which you can't handle, now you're beyond the spontaneous, something caught you. What do I do with that? And all you will see is reason. reason is, well, you must stick it out. Just do the best you can, stick it out, go through with it. We say, no, we're people of the Spirit. Spirit operates through matter. Matter is only expression of spirit. And spirit operates out. Spirit isn't, isn't spook. Spirit is working through people. Whereas spirit in body, spirit takes bodily form. He manifests in bodily form. Material form, he doesn't just remain up here. He manifests in bodily form. Jesus Christ came in bodily form. That's how God's known. Because Jesus Christ came in bodily form. We are bodily forms of God. He operates on the bodily level, on the matter level. He comes through. But never shouts at you. Say, you "Can't do it." That just what reason tells you. That what all the world tells you. That's that. Uh, there's, there's not enough money for that. There's not. Uh, there's, 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 there's that problem. There's you know, all life. It's struggling with which you, you can't handle. The you know, sickness, whatever your life. Now, reason says, "Okay." Now we don't say that. Now this is where we begin to can we learn, begin to learn to operate. Um, in the spirit dimension, rather than meta dimension, which quite obviously Jesus did, and quite obviously, like Moses did, when you move into a rock to get water out of it, and you say manna will every day in the wilderness, enough to feed two million people, and all these things, all these, what we call miracles through the Bible, when people operate it on a level that there's a person who is the all the person with all resources, and where need arises, where I'm confronted, now it's local, this is the local, not the general thing come up one day, this is not the question of Abraham one day is the father of the whole faith which he is. This is local. What's going to happen now? And I'm up against something which uh, um, a nature can uh, make you say, well, I must take it or take it or work it out best I can or something. Myself are just like that. Now, uh, how quick and how often can I begin to learn to say, no, this is the point where God's put me there as this is where God Spirit will manifest in some matter form Spirit will manifest in some way in which he's seen to be something which is beyond nature what we call beyond nature now that hits us all the time uh, uh, it's a question of how you're awake many you are not even awake to it it's way beyond you aren't awake until you've been met, messed up yourself first and remade until you been transferred from being a better person to a spirit person, you won't see this. Not many, in extent. That's why these other things have to happen first. very men came up against it. Sarah was a godly woman. She is presented in 2 Peter 3 as the typical uh, right type of wife only you not the right type of life when you subject yourself to your husband so you take yourself to the Lord I don't believe you subject yourself to the Lord she did not subject herself to, subject herself to the Lord subject herself to her husband get him working for her that's not the way to do it the only person, only call the person laws as far as I of the Lord should Christ to, that's all well so she's a godly woman uh, uh, she had not yet seen what we talk about differentiation between matter and spirit flesh and spirit, she hadn't seen that as I say many of us we all go through that, many of us many of God's people have not seen the differentiation between flesh and spirit when you become a spirit person you know your spirit person operate as such when you're that because you know you can discern between soul and spirit flesh and spirit matter and spirit you can discern you know you don't you don't so uh, Sarah didn't know that um, and she knew God's needs and Abraham because he told, him, told her of them and he was to have a son has come out of his bowels. He used to generate the sun, and she was barren. So I'd been so for years, and so her rational interpretation was: "Well, uh, I'm banned. I don't know by that time. I, I presume by that time she'd, she'd had to no change her life, because specifically says they told she'd had to no change her life. But therefore, it's, not, uh, it's, it's a way out. Come not my son. Well, in uh, reason." Um, but it, uh, reason, praise of God has a, a God confirmation. That's okay. If it has God confirmation. Then you know it. You don't bother if it's not by the, not governed by reason, it's governed by God confirmation. Now this hadn't got God confirmation. It was planning. Watch your plan. All right, God operates as long as it's got God confirmation. As long as decides you, yeah, okay, that's I right. see that's what God means to me, okay. But you sure you get that. <laughs> In trouble. You're running by her self about that because she hadn't got that. So she made, which is a common custom of those days, this isn't a, cre- uh, this isn't a moral question. This isn't a question of Abraham's sin in the doubts or something and taking Hagar. It was a common thing in those days. Like polygamy was. I've lived in a polygamous country. I know all about those sort of things. So it wasn't a question of morality. It's a question of the higher levels of of uh, um, uh, operating my faith. and um, uh, unbelief on those levels isn't sin, it's just you've got to learn a little next time, that's all <laughs> we all do that it would be quite silly, if you like on a higher spot, it wasn't because God doesn't see sin it's, it's operating on a higher level, learning how to do it so it wasn't a question of morality When you say, well take Hagar it's a normal way, they do it no saves. of course the problem uh, obviously was Abraham uh, again, he didn't get God's condemnation he could have taken that to God but of course God was silent because God gave no confirmation of that so he did it without God's confirmation confirmation and so Hagar uh, became pregnant and this child was born now if you haven't God's confirmation of self, self is very it's a, little, a little hell of its own and the self which God has confirmed is an awkward self now God hadn't confirmed this to Sarah, so she didn't like being laughed at by her servant. the Because in those days you we were blessed; you we had a child. If You were bad; you weren't blessed. And the whole house of hundreds and hundreds of people, saw the slave had the child, and when Ab- 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 Sarah couldn't have one, wow! That was really slapping Abraham Ab- Sarah in the face. She couldn't take that one, and the maid had a laugh at that one too. She's better now, better than her, her, her mistress. Okay, if God tells you. If God said so, okay, but God didn't say so. When God got in, that doesn't say so, you live in a little private hell. The self is hell without God, that's all. So he lives in a private hell, angry, indignant. But this servant girl, it says, it says, it says that, she, she, he, that uh, she despised Sarah. Very likely it's because Sarah uh, 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 projected the, the, the contempt. Probably the contempt was more in, in Sarah's annoyance a noise than in poor Hagar, been. Well, of course they are, She would have been a bit proud. She's got a mother, of the great Abraham, Abraham's son, the great person. Well, of course she's a bit proud. It wasn't moral. It wasn't a moral. It's a question honorable in those days. Uh, so you get the operations itself. Um, and um, then uh, uh, Sarah, not acting as a very meek wife, said it's your fault Abraham anyhow says so here Sarah said to him my wrong be upon you I gave my maiden your bosom and then when she saw she was conceived she despised me nor judge between me and you so she, uh, she forgot her, her submission then <laughs> God did judge God bless him, the woman isn't that like God? God turned this into the salvation of Hagar. You know, my God, God wasn't bothered by this. God was all pleased with it. had a leather thing or two for us all. This was not some judge seeing you judge. This is learning what you do all the time, what we do, operating in the flesh, operating by reason, not flesh, a sense of wrong kind of self It's not some kind of wicked self-effort. It was trying to do God's job. It wasn't self-effort in the wrong way. Sarah was trying to help God through us all try I do God's job and God says Abram must have a son, well she he could have a son by hand Haber and it's Harab and Haber Mahagar, that's all. That's all. So it wasn't on that level at all self gratification or self tough at all. It was seeking to do the highest. So God's well pleased. You'd likes people to make a mess of it, and I mean think to it. And we shouldn't have it unless we did That's okay. Why did God do? turns in into the blessing on Hagar that's how he judged God doesn't judge her punishing he judges her so the other person will be a blessing The temperature, and out there that you can be so can be so brutal you know can't be so that Sarah so treated Hagar that in her pregnancy she ran away you ah, can all do that kind of thing don't blame other people somehow she's so who says Who um, uh, says um, uh, Abraham um, not actually very much as the Lord says do to her as it pleases you Sarah and when uh, uh, no, Sarah did hardly this, she fled Hagar fled in the desert came to a well and there by the law where the Lord met with Hagar I tell you the Lord meets all sorts of people who never heard of Jesus Christ don't forget it the Lord meets all sorts of people who never heard of Jesus Christ we fundamentally say it's only by Him. It's by His nature, not by His, but na- not by his, his presence. It isn't by His physical presence. Then uh, 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 no, nobody says it by the name. The name is a nature. You can be the nature of Jesus Christ. There ain't you know a person of Jesus Christ at all. So m- m- moving on, willing to God's will, that's, that's that's Jesus' nature. You're with Jesus. So lots of people are, are, are saved and never knew Jesus. Don't forget that. And here's one of them. The gospel. Talk to her. Isn't that wonderful? An angel came to her, some apparition in this case, came to her talked to her and um, she told her what happened, Hagar told the angel what happened and he had returned to your mistress and submit yourself under her hands. Ah, a change of character in Hagar she wasn't going back to be nasty she's going to submit, that's different so the change Hagar went back. So God was mighty good. So I said, All right, let the Lord judge between you and, and me. Lord judges by blessings Hagar. They sent Hagar back to be a nice a nice one to them. Nice and kind and cooperative. That was very nice. So the Lord blesses. So those years that's a tough all, Because that was his new spirit. And he said he'd bless him. And he said to um, Hagar yes you have a child and you're going to call him Ishmael there'd be another kind of person I've got a wild man out there in the, in the deserts what we now speak of called of, of the Arabs now remember this the Arabs are just as precious to God as the Jews don't be pro-Israel anti arab be pro-both the Arabs are just as precious to Jesus as, as the Jews how do I prove that? Isaiah saw it Isaiah saw it. Long years ago he said it. He made a remarkable statement. And we pro-Israelites might well remember this. this. Um, In that day shall Israel be the third with Egypt and Assyria, even a blessing in the midst of the land, whom the Lord shall bless, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. So it levels up Egypt and Arabia, with Israel is a blessing. And we proud people say we're for Israel against Arabs. No, we're for a lot, because God loves we all equally. He's got precious purposes for Israel, for Arabs, and he, just as much he has for Israel. Remember that. But don't side with the flesh, we're all for Israel against Arab. Be for both of them. Don't hang on to all this prophecy, interpretation, mostly it's nonsense anyhow. Just make good reading for all. All this late great time here for nonsense. Burmish. And live with the present Jesus and a possible coming Jesus he'll come one day, he'll come in his own way. That's all. And that way only will include blessing for all these people. Get that? Read it again. In that day shall Israel be the third with Egypt and Assyria as Isaiah 24 Even a blessing in the midst of the land, whom the Lord of hosts shall bless, saying, Blessed be Egypt my people, and Assyria the work of my hands, and Israel my inheritance the Lord's planned the blessing for the Mohammedan world as for any other world so that passed 14 years in which these godly people lived and there's the birth and growth of his son, Ishmael, who lived with them. And yet they knew God hadn't spoken, because he'd spoken to Hagar and sent her back. But he made claim to Hagar that her son was not the son he talking about. He said, you have a son, and your son will be a wild man outside. He won't be the one we are talking about, not the son of promise, so they knew that. after 14 years God is um, taking his servant through to perfect faith uh, perfect faith is not produced in action faith which is produced in action this is the end of side one Please stop your machine and turn the tape over.